0: Welcome to the Mixed and Melted podcast. I am Elle Ballard, a bicultural woman, mother, wife, and entrepreneur. In this podcast, I will help you navigate entrepreneurship as women of the world, a multinational bicultural woman. I will interview female business owners navigating the cross-cultural dynamics of building a business sustainably, ethically, and in community. In this raw and real conversations, I will explore what it's like to build a business authentically and on your own terms. If you are a multinational woman and ready to build a business authentically while maintaining your uniqueness and individuality, welcome to the mixed and melted. Hi, everyone. El Dallard here with our Mix and Melted podcast. And I have a wonderful, wonderful guest, a guest with us today. uh, My dear friend, uh, mentor, um, coach, somebody who helped me in my business uh, as well, and somebody who changes so many uh, women's lives. So thank you, Katarina for taking the time to be here with us today. It's great to see Happy you. Happy to be with you. Yay. Yay. Awesome. I'm excited for this conversation. Before we jump on, let me introduce Katarina, really quickly. Um, Katarina Randell is on a mission to teach, mentor, and support women to be themselves, do their thing, serve their people, and massively monetize their mastery. She shows women entrepreneurs how to be loud and proud about the value they bring in order to make their businesses thrive. Clients grow, shine, expand, open themselves up to new possibilities, and take their businesses further than ever before. Katerina is all about positivity, integrity, generosity, community, and providing massive value while uplifting others. Welcome, Katarina. Thanks, Elle. Happy to be with you. Great to have you. I'm excited for this conversation. Um, Yeah, so one of my most favorite questions I love to start our podcast with and to talk about is why you do what you do and what makes you unique. And I know I kind of mentioned it in your bio. And of course, you are unique the way you show up, the way you, you know, being with women and, 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 and building your own community and supporting women. But why? did you choose to do this particular thing?
1: Well, I'm born on International Women's Day, which is March 8th. Oh, wow. wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. And I used to live in Italy. When I was 19, I lived in Italy for a year. And I mentioned that because in Europe, International Women's Day is a super big deal. And in Italy it's a big deal in that you give the women in your life acacia, the flower acacia. Don't ask me why, I don't know why they give acacia. But there's, it, it, when you when you walk around in Italy on March 8th, there's acacia everywhere. It's a, quite a scene. And I share that to say that, you know, I'm born on International Women's Day, so I took that to mean that my purpose is to uplift the lives of women. I worked on the ERA countdown campaign when I was in high school and I've always, that's always been my thing, Al. There's nothing that brings me more joy than lifting women up and watching them soar, watching them become confident, watching them start to realize their dreams. That's my thing i love that i did not know that that is amazing Mm -hmm. and
0: what was the flower name again what was it acacia acacia Acacia. Acacia.
1: i should add that if you oh, if you have allergies it's a terrible it's a terrible flower if you have allergies oh, okay. but it's a beautiful beautiful <laughs> yellow flower beautiful yellow flower yellow flower that mm-hmm. is amazing
0: I should add that to the, our cultural um awareness yeah. and, and it's uh-huh. something that they do in Italy and I love that and yeah. I didn't know you uh-huh. you were born March eight. um I can definitely attest that March eight is a big huge in in Europe and it, the country yeah. I'm from Kazakhstan uh-huh. when I was growing up we really celebrated rated it. Um, You know, here it was interesting that a lot of people didn't
1: know about it. Um, I'm not born in Italy. I'm I'm, I'm Italian-American, but I I am very identified as being Italian-American. And of course, I lived in Italy and my parents were raised here, but my grandparents came through Ellis Island. But I've always had an affinity for women everywhere. And some of the richest experiences of my life have been when I've been able to speak at conferences internationally and meet women from all over the world. This is the 25th anniversary of a, a conference I attended and spoke at in Venice when I was young, young and and just getting started. And um, I met women from 87 countries, including. Papua New Guinea and Botswana and, you know, places I barely knew anything about. And and that's one of the beautiful things about about speaking and being a woman in business is that you get to meet women from all over, which is why I'm part of Women of the World.
0: Yeah, that's
1: beautiful. And you are still very young and beautiful.
0: <laughs> I like to think so my friend. <laughs> um so I know that um you have been changing so many women's life and, lives and lives and businesses right um in in what you do with your experience and I know you started your uh business um early on and I, m- I remember you shared that with us. So I feel like uh, this question would really resonate And there are probably so many lessons. I know that myself, right, as we are moving through this journey of building businesses. um, And I like to, and I know it for a fact that the most changes in my own life through building a business been for me, building myself, right? And, and right. really learning and, and uh, becoming a, a new person through this journey, through the, through the lessons, um, through the wins. And so I love that. But I want to ask you, what was your biggest lesson um on something you had to overcome or learn uh, while
1: building a life and um, a business? as a multinational woman. As you know, as you know, there's, there's the lessons du jour, right? There's (laughs) always stuff to be learning and stuff you're learning. And unfortunately, sometimes you have to learn the same lesson five or six times has been my experience. But one of the things I'll say is that, you know, your business is its own entity and um, there's you and there's your business. And that sometimes we have to do what I call stand up for our business. Mm -hmm. And what I mean by that is I remember once that I invested about $15,000 in sponsoring us an event and I didn't get my ROI, my return on my investment from the event. I didn't feel that the producer met their expectation, you know, that they, they met their promises for the event, but you know what, this was, this person was, my coach at the time they were someone I, I still respect and admire someone that I thought I had a great relationship with and you know what I didn't want to like ruffle any feathers and I didn't want to um, I didn't want to have her not like me anymore and I didn't want to you know um, have conflict right All of these things were in my head but at the same time I have as a guiding principle, you know, stand up for my business. And I think a lot of women don't stand up for their business enough. So I went and I had the conversation, which was very difficult, about not getting my ROI. She was very gracious, which is why I still respect and admire her. And she gave me another event, full sponsorship at another event, which I thought was a great way to handle it. And that was the day that I learned the lesson again, that even though it's uncomfortable often, even though it might require conflict, even though it right, might require people not being happy with you, it doesn't matter because you have to stand up for your business. So that's one of the many lessons that I've learned over the years.
0: Mm, that's so beautiful. I love that. Thank you for sharing that.
1: Sure. I can, as,
0: we, as you were speaking, I can definitely, um, remember bits of <laughs> coming up, standing up for my business and the right. situations, you know, where I have to and um and so true the importance of having difficult conversations, right? Um and not maybe um the um, the conflict related situations, maybe not the um what is the word I'm looking for. <clears throat> But really just having those conversations where, you know, it's sometimes it's, we want to maybe brush it off because we want to jump to right. the next mm-hmm. thing and, and kind of, okay, well that happened. But I love that example because, you know, the the very fact that you actually went back and had that conversation, I think right. that um, that's a big lesson, lesson um, in itself as well. So thank you for sharing that. Yeah. You are an amazing member of uh, Women of the World Network. I yeah. love having you in our community, of course, and uh, having you bring value to other women as well. Um,
1: but share with us, please, what it means for you to be a woman of the world. Well, first of all, it's kind of like, You know, like men can be feminists. Like, you know, a feminist is somebody who believes that men and women are equal and that they should have equal rights under the law, right? That's a feminist. So you don't have to be a woman to be a feminist. Well, it's, it's like for me, I'm an American. I'm not born somewhere else. But what I believe is that women all over the world have value and that it's super fun and exciting to make friends all over the world and to have friends all over the world. And that the more cultures you expose yourself to, the richer your life will be and the richer your dining room table will be. Because you can um, well, I, I enjoy, I I enjoy, you know, in, in enjoying dishes from all over the world. Of course, it's more fun to do it live and in person in that country rather than around your own dinner table, but that's a that's also fun. And when you meet people from all over, you you adjust your perspective. You know, I told you I'm going to Italy in a couple of weeks. Yeah, um, and I'm very excited about that. And it's actually a Mediterranean cruise. Also, mm. we're going to to Montenegro and Croatia, and um, um, we're going to Marseille and Provence, and and not that cruising is necessarily the way to see the world. I mean, you know, I love to cruise, but I do believe that cruising is not necessarily how you should explore new cultures. It's really better to be on the ground, but it's, it's, it's a fun thing to do. You know, when you go and immerse yourself in, in cultures, it changes your perspective. The other thing as an American, it makes you so grateful Mm -hmm. for the American experience, you know, because, Mm -hmm. um, as you know, from traveling around the world, you know, there's places where people live without running water and without access to education. And I remember one day I was in Egypt. I was on a tour bus in Egypt, in Cairo, and it was like 120 degrees. Okay. Uh. <laughs> and I was in the air, I was in the air conditioned bus and right next to us, and and when I say right next to us in Cairo, there's like no lanes. So like the lady was right next to me was a woman in full burqa, mm-hmm. just the eyes, mm-hmm. eyes slits, wow. and full gloves, and and it was 120 degrees. And just glancing at her and meeting her eyes was uh, very impactful for me. It emphasized the different life that I was leading and she was leading. When you see the world, you become so appreciative of what we have. Yeah, definitely
0: can relate. Being born in a different country. Yeah. And coming here. Yeah, those things. I have never been in Egypt. It's on my list. Okay, yeah. (laughs) But... But yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. It's so interesting. Yeah. And thank you for sharing that. And thank you for being in the community of Women of the World. And I can definitely attest to the fact that every time I speak to someone from a different country, I always learn something new, some, some, mm-hmm. some, some new perspective, um, <clears throat> even though we are all the same at the core. But mm-hmm. there are so many different aspects of us um, and our upbringing differences mm-hmm. that make mm-hmm. us unique.
1: Um, mm-hmm.
0: and that just one part of us that every time we have those conversations it's so amazing and and I love that and I think that's why for me it's so enriching um so I'm so excited for your trip to Italy I cannot wait to speak to
1: you after you get back um mm-hmm. especially on the cruise with all those countries that's amazing and you know what so I just learned is I learned that because we're starting in Venice that yeah, there's going to be people, there's going to be people from all over the world On the ship and that got me really excited because you know part of a big part of the most fun of travel is the people you meet right and Mm -hmm. it's exciting to be in one country and meet people from a totally different country and I, I went to USF for my undergraduate and my graduate degree in San Francisco and USF is a very international university and there were students from All over the world there. And I do encourage everyone to have learning about other cultures and visiting other cultures on their list of things to do because it does enrich your life in so many ways. Yeah, that is so true. That is so true. Um, so I want to
0: make sure people connect with you. They know how to find you. Okay. I know you are giving amazing uh, classes and webinars at our e academy coming up and speaking opportunities, but please let us know. And we will be posting your links in the comments as well. Okay. So people okay. can connect with you, but please let us know how we can connect with you.
1: Well, the thing that's really fun that we do is or I do, is that I do a free workshop at least once a month, sometimes twice a month. And this is always a super info-packed workshop. I just did one day before yesterday, and ladies are telling me they have three pages of notes. and, And I talk on selling and speaking and using retreats to grow your business. And I want, the other thing I I want to make sure is I talk about how to bliss more in your business because your business is supposed to be your bliss. And I know, Elle, that your business is your bliss. My business is my bliss. And if you go to katarinarando.com, you'll see our upcoming workshops. And if you go to katarinarando.com slash links, you'll see our free, we have a lot of free resources for people that visit. And I'd also like to invite everyone to check out our Expand Your Fempire podcast. Expand Your Fempire wherever you get your podcasts. And you've been on my podcast, Elle, because um, we have lots of great content to support you and inspire you to build a thriving business that has you bliss. Beautiful,
0: beautiful. Yes. And lots of great content. And uh, Karina always gives such a great content and she gives and gives and gives. And, <laughs> and I love, it. and we always learn, just like they said. yeah 13, 15 pages of writing. So, um, please check those out as well. Uh, lots of value. We will be posting again those links. And I would like, as always, to finish with rapid fire questions. Okay. And the end and are you ready?
1: I'm ready, my friend. Awesome. Your favorite book name is? Psycho-Cybernetics mm-hmm. by Maxwell Maltz. That's good if you've not read Psycho-Cybernetics, it will change your life. Awesome. A Beach or Mountains? Oh, gosh. <laughs> can I pick an outdoor cafe? <laughs> Um, yes. Um, love yes. that. How do Cafe. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, favorite international destination to visit? You know, that's a toss up, my friend. Uh, Paris, Venice, Rome. I love Paris. I love Venice. I love Rome. But I haven't been to Scotland or Ireland, which are also on my list. And I haven't been to India. And I haven't been to Morocco, which is also on my list. Mm, Yes. Yes, me too. Um, Summer or winter? Depends on the destination. (laughs) Um, Depends on the destination. Maybe winter. Okay.
0: And the last one is things
1: that you have discovered about yourself recently. Well, I've discovered that I'm very determined. And the other thing I've discovered is that as long as I can give a speech, I can come home with clients. And that makes that makes me feel very financially secure, not because of money in the bank, but because I can always n- generate revenue if I need to, simply by giving a talk. And But then, of course, knowing what to do at the talk to invite people to come and work with me. You know, I've always said that if there was, an apocalypse tomorrow. I'll give them a few days to get over (laughs) the shock and then I'll do a talk and then I'll invite them to my four week program on thriving after the apocalypse and (laughs) then the next one.
0: I love that. I love that. Um, And I hope everyone caught the tip from Karina on speaking and business building. (laughs) that was that was kind of inside of it as well that
1: I know Katarina always talks about. Um yeah, you know you you always want a thing to invite people to, right? Because you can build influence. They can get to know you. You can start a relationship. Speaking is very important for overall success.
0: Thank you for playing. This was awesome. And thank you for taking the time to be on our podcast. Again, we will be posting links and how to connect with Katarina Rando in the comments. Please connect with her. She's amazing. Katarina, I love you. Great having you here today and I'll talk to you soon.
1: Love you. Thanks, Al.